So as of lately, something that I've kind of been hooked on is boxing. Uh, the sport of boxing, for me, has always been something I enjoyed watching. But uh, lately, I've just been really hooked on the idea of training to develop a, a skill that I don't have, you know, which is boxing. I think it's a, it's a great sport, a great skill to acquire, whether you're trying to make it professional or not. I think it's always great to just know how to box, and it's a great workout, and I love it, and I look forward to boxing all the time, now I'm at least, and uh, I had two trainers help me out, you know, shout out Warriors of Christ, Colleen Duffy, she's an amazing trainer, and then uh, Emilio, who also trains me, uh, they've been helping me out big time. During this whole process of learning how to box, you know, when I'm not training with them on some spare time or whatever, I'll, I'll watch film of just past fights from professional boxers who are great at defense or offense or little strategies that they use, you know, just just so I can study the way that they go about the way that they fight. I love watching the behind the scenes of their training camps. You know, right before their fight, there's usually this period of time where they're training intensely to prepare for this big fight coming up. And uh, something that fascinates me, actually, it's, it's not really like the biggest of deals, but I just think it's funny. Um, like right before the fight, the two fighters are finally, you know, in this press conference uh, where they're being asked a series of questions and they're just after after the little interview and press conference, they're asked to square off, you know, the, the, or, you know, face off to each other, you know, no more than like six inches away from the other person. And uh, sometimes they're funny. Sometimes, uh, you know, they like to goof off or whatever, but most often than not. These two guys or girls are looking at each other so intensely and mad-dogging each other because they probably have some beef or they've probably been talking smack to each other in the past. And it may be promotional uh, reasons, but at the end of the day, it does intensify the fight, you know, uh, for everybody. It's like, dang, like these dudes are actually going at it. Uh, sometimes one guy will push the other person or, you know, uh, somebody on their team will be right there trying to, like, throwing their 10 cents, you know, and it just kind of makes everything go crazy. If you don't know what I'm talking about, search up Conor McGregor face-offs on YouTube and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. But one thing that just kind of makes me laugh is when I imagine instead of them facing off each other, like how ridiculous would it be if instead of dogging each other the way that they do, they just kind of went up to each other and gave each other like this big warm hug, like, hey man, good luck for the fight and just kind of... Everything was great, all smiles. I think that would just look ridiculous. It would be odd. It'd be awkward. You know, like, the people don't want to see that. You know, they don't want to see the two fighters embrace each other. They don't want to see one fighter go up to the other one and be all friends with him. You know, they want to they want to see a battle. They're trying to see two dogs go at it in the ring or in the cage. Or even imagine yourself coming across somebody who you don't like. You know, maybe your boss was always giving you a hard time or... You know, your ex-boyfriend's girlfriend or your baby mama drama. You know, imagine coming across one of these people um, who you just kind of like, yo, we don't talk. You guys don't do anything. Like, there's just kind of some bad blood, you know. If there is that person, like, imagine coming across those people and embracing them wholeheartedly, giving them a hug and telling them how much you miss them or, you know, like, how weird would that be? It just sounds silly. Just the thought of it is kind of ridiculous. Cause just like in a boxing match, nobody wants to see these two fighters like embracing each other and talking like they're best friends right before the fight. 
Let me read you the definition of the word embrace real quick. There's two. The first one says, to hold someone closely in one's arms, especially as a sign of affection. Now, in these examples that I'm giving you and in this specific context, that definition is kind of like the one I'm focusing on. But now check out the second definition. It says, to accept or support willingly and enthusiastically. Right, hear that one more time. To accept or support willingly and enthusiastically. All right, now check this out. Instead of thinking about that person that you thought of earlier that you for sure would not embrace and, you know, looking at these two fighters and the people do not want to see them embrace each other right before the fight during the square off and the face off, I want you to fill that in with your struggles, right, and everything that it comes with, right, whether that might be anxiety, uh, stress, you know, frustration, depression, all those things that just kind of come with stress and struggles that vary from and differ from person to person, but it comes in different shapes and sizes. Like, that struggle does not want to see you embrace it because the moment that you begin to embrace it and to accept it willingly, right, and enthusiastically, like that definition said, then you begin to have power and a little bit more control over that situation than it has over you. Right, Because at the end of the day, our struggles are actually making us stronger. You know, So if you're looking at your struggle as something that you should not embrace, it becomes a burden in your life. You know, And you begin to complain about a lot of things that are going on around you. You start to complain about this and about that. And why is this like that? Or why is that happening to me? So instead of looking at it from a different angle, perspective, what could actually be a blessing in disguise, you're looking at as a burden. So your perspective in this situation is actually very key, you know, because there's a lot of things in your life that only you can possibly look at and say, dang, that this is a burden, that's a burden, that's a burden. I, I definitely want to get this out of my life, won't need to get that out of my life. But you haven't embraced it. You know, it's, it's actually in your life right now for a reason, for a purpose, for you to make a move, you know, for you to do something with what you got so you can actually start looking at a lot of things like blessings instead of burdens. See, because to be blessed is a mindset, right? Like if you have a job that you go to every day, but you hate your job, but you got to work your job because you got a family, you got kids to feed, you got to put milk in the fridge, and you got you to gotta pay bills, you got to pay rent. But every day you go to work with this burdened mentality, you know, with this, man, I, I hate working here, you know, as opposed to saying, man, I, I get to work here, man, I get to have a job, I, I have something coming in so I can feed my kids or pay my bills, you know, and there's, there's literally uh, so many people who don't have what you have or the opportunities that, have, that you have came across and have taken, but instead of looking at it as a blessing, you see how it becomes a burden and a load over your shoulders? You can literally get so much weight off your shoulders. If you started looking at things as a I get to mentality as opposed to I have to. It's like a mom cooking dinner for her kids, right? Spaghetti, let's just say. Shout out to Eminem. Mom spaghetti every night, you know, Monday through Friday. It might get kind of boring after a while. You know, if you're a normal person, you won't eat spaghetti every day, right? But I'm just kind of trying to make a point here. So let's say... All mom knows how to make is spaghetti, right? That's all they got is spaghetti. So she makes spaghetti every single day. One of the kids, who's probably like most of us, is like, <coughs> excuse me, he's like, 
man, we're having spaghetti again. I don't want to eat. And the other kid is like, thanks, mom. You made a spaghetti. I appreciate it. And he eats his food. Right? So these two kids right here have the same exact situation, the exact same, basically, life. They're brothers. And one of them is approaching his meal and his food like, man, we have to eat spaghetti again. And the other one is saying, man, I get to have food in my stomach. And sometimes I think we actually find ourselves complaining about the things that somebody else is actually praying for or vice versa. Maybe you are praying for something that somebody else is complaining about. So look, it's really just going to tie down to the way that you choose to embrace those things in your life that are trying to bring you down. I'm not talking about the good things in your life because it's very it's very easy to embrace those things. Like the family members that you love, you know, your friends, your best friends, um, you know, people you get along with, you know, like it's very easy to give them a hug. It's a natural instinct. Like you don't even think twice about it. You're just going to go up to them and say what's up because you're happy to see them or you miss them. Even though you saw them the day before, like you already missed them. You're going to embrace them because you love them so much, right? But you come across that person you don't like that you got beef with, it's like, what are you doing here? Like, you don't even want to look in their direction. Maybe the thought of that person just annoys you. You know, it's kind of like our struggles in, in, in our life. Like, we, there's many good things in life to rejoice about. Do not get me wrong. Right? Like, embrace those things as well. But we should also embrace those things in our life that are actually building us up by breaking us down. Right? Like, the struggle of today is actually our strength of tomorrow. And... If you don't look at it like that, you will always have this, you know, shifted perspective on these things that are actually there to help us out in the long run. And you'll also see that once you begin to embrace your struggle and you actually begin to even voice it out sometimes, you will come across other people that struggle with the same thing that you do. There's so many other people in the world that have the same or similar struggles that you have and you don't even know it. Oh, shoot, my mic just fell down. All right, let's get back into it. And you don't even know it. <laughs> nah, but for real, like, even if you don't have people close to you in your life, you know, maybe most of the time you ride solo. You know, let me just read you uh, something real quick. It's from the book of Psalm, chapter 46, verse 1. I hold this verse very dear to my heart. Look what it says. It says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. So even if you feel like, yeah, yo, man, I don't even have nobody to talk to. I don't got. First of all, let me just put out there on record real quick that you got Georgie Gonzalez. You can always message me on Instagram or whatever, and we can talk. I'll be your friend. I would love to talk to you. All right? But Psalm 46.1 says that, yo, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. And Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. Alright, check it out one more time. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I love that. I just, yo, I love, I just, I love that so much. Like, I can't say enough about that. It's very self-explanatory. But the fact that it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
not a portion, not, you know, one-fourth or half of your heart. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. That means not only in the good moments, not only when you're having all these successes, but also when you're feeling stressed out, you know, when you're in the midst of a storm, when you're in the midst of chaos, when you're in the midst of all these headaches and all these things coming at you and you feel like, man, life is falling apart for me, acknowledge Him. He'll make your path straight. Yo, that's that to me is one of the greatest things that you can actually hold dear to yourself. Just acknowledge him. That's all that's all he says. Is just yo, just acknowledge me and I'll make your path straight. The fact that God, the creator of the universe, all he's asking is that you would acknowledge him. But in all your ways, you know when you acknowledge somebody, it's just it's like when you say happy birthday to somebody, you acknowledge them. Or when you see somebody at a party and you just kind of say what's up and wave your hand at them, you acknowledge them. You, you didn't even do the most, but you acknowledge them. He says, in all your ways, acknowledge me. Just acknowledge me. And I'll make your path straight. Like, he literally does the dirty work for us. All you got to do is just acknowledge him. Alright? I, I, I had this kind of in my mind and in my heart because this is something that I myself deal with on a daily basis, you know, embracing my struggle. But my thing is more like I try to act like the, like it's not there, you know, like I'm genuinely struggling with something and I'll try to just brush it off. But knowing that it's definitely doing something, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's a struggle, and I'm, like, kind of trying to avoid it. I'm trying to go the other way, which sometimes is just an, an instinct of mine. But instead of confronting it and actually embracing it, you know, I just choose to ignore it, and it just kind of builds up over time. But this is actually me confronting it and killing two birds with one stone. Well, I wouldn't want to kill two birds with one stone, but spreading that message out, you know, in case you're kind of like me and struggling with an area in your life, my message to you today is just embrace it. Embrace the struggle. All right? I love you guys. I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast and you feel like you get something out of it, do me a favor and uh, rate it. For if you rate it five stars, you know, you put one star, it's kind of like, bruh. But yeah, if you find it in you to do that, I would really appreciate you. Uh, this whole, like, just of what I'm doing right now, it's kind of like on YouTube when you watch a video and you know how they're always like, guys, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, you know, uh, share, repost, all that. That's kind of like this whole little thing of what I'm doing right now. So yeah, it literally just takes like 10 seconds, not even 10 seconds if you rate it. Make sure it's five stars so you can, you know, get to the top of the charts of the podcast on iTunes and you subscribe as well so that you don't ever miss an episode when I upload. All right. Besides that, I appreciate those of you who, you know, listen and post it on their stories. Thank you guys so much. Love y'all. I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace.